Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Good morning. Thanks for your company. I'm Talissa Bazaz, filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 28th of March. Cost of living will be the focus in tomorrow night's budget with support at the Bowser front and centre. According to The Australian, the Treasurer will slash the fuel excise from 10 to 20 cents for six months to help us with the increased cost of living. Here is Treasurer Josh Frydenberg speaking to Nine. The barrel of oil is up by 50% since the start of the year. That's flowing through to the Bowser here at home. We recognise that pressure. We will be providing relief for cost of living on Tuesday night. More first home buyers could be a step closer to entering the housing market. The federal government is set to include 50,000 more places in the Home Guarantee Scheme that allows first home buyers to purchase a property with a 5% deposit. Heartbreaking news for flooding victims that no one wants to hear. With warnings, another rain bomb is on the way. Northern New South Wales and southeast Queensland are being told to brace for more storms and rain, which could lead to flash flooding. The Weather Bureau has forecast six hourly rainfall totals in excess of 180 mils for some areas, with the weather system predicted to hit this afternoon and tomorrow. New South Wales Emergency Services Minister Steph Cook says things may change very quickly. Prepare yourselves and your families. I understand that uh, you've been through a hell of a lot already. Uh, The next few days are going to be particularly challenging. Uh, But if we all do the right thing, uh, then everything is going to be okay. Overseas now into the latest in Ukraine. There's been an escalation in the Ukrainian town Lviv that borders Poland where millions are seeking refuge. Two missile attacks have hit, one destroying a local fuel depot. Ukraine military intelligence claims Russia is trying to split the country in two with plans to take control of the east. It comes as the US attempts to backflip on the president's claims Vladimir Putin should no longer be in power. Joe Biden has spent the weekend in Poland speaking with Polish authorities and Ukraine's defence and foreign ministers before addressing large crowds gathered outside. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia, for free people refused to live in a world of hopelessness and darkness. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principle, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has clarified the US has no strategy for a regime change for Russia. The next round of de-escalation talks between Russia and Ukraine will take place in Turkey later today. Staying overseas, investigations are continuing into China's deadliest aviation disaster in nearly 30 years. Recovery crews have found the second black box from the site of the China Eastern Airlines crash one and a half metres underground, embedded by the impact of the Boeing 737. Chinese authorities officially confirmed at the weekend there were no survivors, the crash killing all 132 people on board, with the remains of 120 people now formally identified using DNA. And the federal government is launching a multi-million dollar ad campaign today, encouraging Aussies to get a COVID booster vaccine. One third of eligible adults still haven't had the third jab. That's according to the latest government figures. 
let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. We're starting in New South Wales and police have now charged a Newcastle man with murder over the brutal stabbing of a young mum that's left an entire community reeling. Our reporter Hamish Finlay is in Newcastle. Hamish, it was a scene that left police shocked. Yeah, that's right, Talissa. Police were called to the Mayfield property to what they described as a horrific scene. They say 21-year-old Mackenzie Anderson was stabbed multiple times. Despite efforts of paramedics, she couldn't be saved. Now, it is understood the 22-year-old man, also from Mayfield, was Mackenzie's ex-boyfriend. On top of the murder charge, he's also been charged with breaking into the home and breaching an apprehended domestic violence order. Police say Mackenzie's three-year-old son was there at the time. He wasn't physically harmed and is now in the care of relatives. The 22-year-old man will front Newcastle Court today. And to Western Australia and the state will soon be home to a dedicated cancer treatment centre. Our Perth reporter Emma Griffiths has the details. Yeah, that's right. It's a $375 million commitment from the Morrison government as the PM tries to secure more voters in the West. Scott Morrison made a quick trip to WA, lasting just 24 hours to announce the new centre. The facility is set to change lives and give West Australians the opportunity to beat cancer and extend their lives. It's also set to combine medical research and clinical trials, giving West Aussies the chance to access the newest treatments and care. Australian Medical Association WA President Dr Mark Duncan-Smith says it's a great move. Cancer services across Western Australia have always been very good but this focus allows a very very narrow uh, spectrum of research and clinical care which, which usually will result in a better result for West Australians. Now for the latest in business and finance, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from theswitzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. As we heard earlier, the leaks have already started from tomorrow night's budget and a fuel cut will be the big giveaway. That's right. The AFR says the cut in the fuel tax, which will bring the price down of petrol, will be for at least six months. Now, the current slug on our petrol price is 44.2 cents a litre. If Treasurer Frydenberg cuts the levy by five cents a litre, it will cost the budget's bottom line a cool $1 billion. And Peter, tomorrow night's budget is also set to put the Aussie tech landscape on par with Silicon Valley. Yeah, the techies will love this. Treasurer Freinberg is likely to lower or even remove the cap on employee share schemes, with experts arguing that the ability to offer greater ownership to more team members, employees, will increase the likelihood of these companies becoming more successful. Currently, a $5,000 cap applies to shares or options granted to employees in unlisted companies, but any amount over has discouraging tax implications. The cap could be lifted to 30 And the rich list is out. Gina Reinhart, the country's richest at $32.28 billion. Another iron ore miner, Twiggy Forest of Fortescue Metals at number two at $29.6 billion. Must be nice. Yeah, our top two rich Aussies have benefited from the spike in iron ore prices, which are up 60% since November last year. They're followed by Anthony Pratt, who owns the cardboard company Vizzy, on $27.7 billion. And then tech entrepreneurs Mike Cannon-Brooks and Scott Farquhar of Atlassian are on $26 billion. Clive Palmer is number seven on $18.3 billion. And that's despite his huge outlays on those political ads. Peter, thank you. Cheers. 
Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett. Good morning. Max Verstappen just swooped late to claim his first win of the Formula One season. Yes, good morning, Talissa. That's right. It's just uh, wrapping as we record now. And uh, as you mentioned, it was a late overtake against Charles Leclerc, who had pole position in that race. Thrilling finish in Saudi Arabia. He certainly loves a bit of drama, uh, Max Verstappen, but he got the win uh, this morning. And this time around, it's Max Verstappen that wins out. He takes victory in the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Uh, Lewis Hamilton had a horrible qualifying session, ended up finishing 10th. That audio thanks to Fox Sports. And Aussie boxing star Tim Zhu has his eyes on a world title after announcing himself to an American audience yesterday. Yeah, making his debut in the US, a big fight against Terrell Gusha, and uh, he was knocked down in the first round. It was a, a right hand that certainly rocked him, but managed to get to his feet and basically dominated the fight after that. A unanimous decision, he's told main event. His next target is that super welterweight bout. There's so much to learn. You just got to keep going, keep training hard, keep improving, and keep fighting warriors like Terrell Gusha. Yeah, very impressive yesterday, Tim Zhu. Yeah, definitely. And a big weekend of NRL and AFL. Brett, what's the latest? Well, last night, uh, Manly got their first win of the season. Daly Cherry Evans sinking a late field goal. They beat the Bulldogs 13-12. to Tommy Turbo was back to his uh, brilliant best as well. Scored a try, set up another, and copped some uh, hits to the ribs as well. Coach Des Hasler admits it's a big relief to finally get on board in season 2022. Yeah, no, it was important to get a win here tonight. Obviously, it's uh, round three. The conditions probably made it a little bit difficult, but... Um no, it was an exciting game. The Cowboys burst the Broncos bubble. There was a big win in the Queensland derby at Suncorp. In the AFL, Richmond and St Kilda got their first wins of the season. The Tigers too strong for the Giants yesterday, while the Saints held on to beat the Dockers over in Perth. Uh, now, the Tigers are expecting some big guns to be back this weekend as they do face the Saints. Their coach, Damien Harwick, though, isn't sure if Dusty Martin will be one of them. Dusty Martin's a, a wonderful player. Do we want to see him playing? Yeah, but also it is what it is. It's a personal issue and, and we leave it at that and Dustin's repaid this cup 10 times over. And a few injuries out of uh, the Kangaroos match yesterday. They beat the Eagles. Luke Davies, Uniac concussion. Taron Thomas ended up in hospital with some sore ribs. So those two will be assessed again this morning. Certainly one to watch. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Talissa. Showtime for the Oscars with the 94th Academy Awards to get underway this morning. Aussie and New Zealand production, The Power of the Dog, is leading the race with 12 nominations, including Best Picture. Coda was seen as the underdog. It's now tipped as the insider's favourite to win Best Picture. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Talissa Bazaz. Thank you for your company. Stay safe and Australia Today's Morning Agenda will be back tomorrow. Listener.